Welcome to the Destiny Church Tees Valley podcast. As you listen, it is our prayer that you were transformed through faith, hope and love. Um, I just want to share very briefly a scripture which is often well known, maybe not as well known today, but certainly when I was growing up it was a, a scripture that was known by most people whether you were a churchgoer or not, he was often seen at football matches and uh, all sorts of sports events. And, um, and this uh, single verse of the Bible um, sums up and encapsulates everything about Christianity. Everything about the gospel, it sums it up in this one short verse. So in other words, if you want to memorize one verse, if there's one verse you want to learn, that's going to help you to know what, what God has got for your life is to have this one verse. And this verse is from John chapter 3 and verse 16, which simply says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes on him will not perish but have eternal life. What a, what a simple verse, and yet so much is packed in that. And so just for a few moments, I want to unpack some of those things. We've been in a series as a church called God Is. And so we have been looking at some of the things that the Bible talks about what God is like. And so we've done that. Now this week, I want us to take from this scripture the fact that God is love. It's his, it's his essence, it's who he is. It's not just what he does, it's who he is. It's at the very core of his being. He loves, and he loves you and me. He loves everything that he created. And so that's so encouraging, isn't it, to know that. <clears throat> the thing is, is for many of us, we in the culture that we live, we have a very short-term thinking. We have what I call a microwave mentality. In other words, we want things instantly. We want it now. We don't want to wait for anything. <clears throat> but the Bible says that there's more to life than this life. There's more to, to, to our lives than the now. And so that there is a future, there is an eternity for each of us to look forward to. And uh, that is something that's really exciting. Now the thing with God's love is God's love is extravagant. God's love is abundant, it is lavish, it is more than one could ever expect. In fact, the more that you get to know God and you get to know more about him and, and experience God, the more than, than, than you realize the love of God and its, and its power in your life. I gave my life to the Lord Jesus Christ as a, as a child. And I want to say to you that even all through these years, the only thing that's made a difference that, that through the, is that I have become even more passionate and excited and convinced about my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ than I've ever been. In other words, it's one of those things that grows and if, when you first give your life to Jesus, it can seem like I don't know everything. I want to say to you that I still don't know everything, but the more I get to know, the more I experience, the more I see of the work of God, the more I realize that he is the one who has the power. And he's the one I want to put my trust in. It is so important. The thing with God is we didn't just say he loves us. He actually showed it. 
And that's what the cross is all about. That's what Easter is all about. Is about the demonstration of God's love for you and for me. It's the way he said to us, I love you this much. And so he sent his son for God so loved the world that he gave. He gave the very uh, essence of his being. He gave his son Jesus Christ who is God. He sent him to earth to pay the price for you and me so that we could become sons of God. So we could become children of God. Isn't that fantastic? I feel, I feel that there's nothing great. In other words, before you're a Christian, you can have all sorts of people speaking into your life, telling you things and experiences uh, that pull you down and strip you and, and, and cause you to have uh, depression and a despondent, despondency and despair and all sorts of things. But I want to say to you, when you come to Jesus and you listen to what he has to say, I want to say to you, he will make a massive difference in your life. He can transform your life like nobody else can. You see, his love is unconditional. It's never ending. You see, human love only goes so far. And if you don't believe that, just get married. Because you soon find out that even though you get so passionately in love, you find that as the years go on, there are things that you see in any human being, don't you? Uh, in your children, in your parents. In the, you realize that actually that there is that people are, have only got limited amounts of love that they're able to give. So we need to go to someone who has more love, who has more of us and, and, can, and can fill us with his love. And so that is so important to us. Now in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 18, we see that there are four dimensions to the love of God. And that's what this scripture talks about. It says, may you be able to feel and understand how long, how wide, how deep and how high God's love really is and experience this love for yourselves. In other words, it is long enough to last forever. It's a long love. It's a long-lasting love. It is a wide love. In other words, it doesn't matter where you go, where you've been, what you've done. It is everywhere. It, is, it, is, it doesn't matter if you, you ended up on an ocean liner, on the Titanic, and it's sinking. He's there. Yes. Uh, that's, that's how amazing it is, isn't it? Even if you were, let's say, I don't know, you might be a budding astronaut, and you are going to the highest of heavens. I want to say to you, if you stepped out of your spacesuit, you would meet God. Yeah? Maybe not the way you'd like to, but you would meet him. His love is deep enough to cover and handle absolutely everything. It is high enough to overlook our mistakes. And we all make mistakes. We all make blunders. So we need to really have a sense of the goodness of God, but we also need to really appreciate and accept the gift that God is offering. It is a gift. In other words, it's something that you and I have to accept. It's not forced on us. It's something that God says to us, says, look, this is my provision. This is how much I love you. And I love for you to accept my gift. And this is what will happen when you accept my gift and the changes that will make the difference in your life. By, by giving him. So I believe that this is something important. You know, some people say Christianity is a crutch. Well, maybe if they broke their legs, they might appreciate some crutches, yes? And all the physios go, yes, yes absolutely. So in other words, what I'm trying to say is, I'm a broken man. And you're a broken person. We're all broken in some way in our lives. 
we have faults, we make mistakes, there's things wrong with it. So that's why God comes along and he says, I can support you. I can encourage you. I can, I can be the power in your life. I can be the one that can heal you and set you free. You see, the thing is, for all of us, we need forgiveness. You can look around the world and, you, you know, you don't have to look far and you realize that actually we live in a broken world. There's also, now governments do, do their best, often trying to alleviate the symptoms and charities and, and, and all sorts of volunteer workforces. There's all sorts of organizations trying to relieve the symptoms. The problem is, is unless you deal with the roots, the symptoms just keep reoccurring. And so that's why we need to go to the root. And Jesus goes to the root. He, he is able to forgive us of our sins. He's able to, to cleanse us. From it. You see, the problem is, though, is that oh, not only have we all sinned, but there is a price to pay for when we do sin. When we do wrong, we break God's, uh, God's standard. And so I just want you to imagine this morning that you have died and gone to heaven for illustration purposes only, okay? But imagine that you are now being, you've gone to heaven and you are sat there on your own and there's a big screen in front of you and an angel flies in and says to you, welcome to the judgment of your life. I don't know about you, but woo! And then you see a video of your life. Everything you've ever said, everything you've ever done, and everything you've ever thought. I don't know about you, but I will want to have a private showing. But then, after you've watched the film of your life, the angel comes swooping back in again and says, right, now we're going to have a second showing. And this time, we're going to invite everybody that was in the, the film of your life in to watch it with you. How would you feel? I don't know about you, but I don't want a private, never mind a public showing. Yes? Of, uh, of, of things that I've done and said and thought. But you know what? That's how God judges. That's what God says. He says, but actually, that's my standard. My standard is that, that, that what you've done and what you've said and what you've thought is what I will judge you by. That's why we need a saviour because none of us can make it into heaven. You see, the only way you can get into heaven is to be perfect. And I've never met anybody perfect yet. I know some of you think I'm not far off it. <laughs> but after you don't meet anybody, do you? That's, that's, we've all blown it. <coughs> and so we needed a saviour. We need forgiveness. And so it's up to us to accept that forgiveness that is offered to us. Jesus came to pay the price for our sin. So that everything that's done in our life, everything said, Everything thought, everything done is paid for. Yes, I think that's amazing. I like that kind of, 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 uh, of invitation, of, of offer to us. <coughs> the question is, will you accept God's invitation today? Will you accept it? Because he says that whoever believes in him shall not perish. In other words, if you will accept his invitation, if you will believe today, if you will trust in him today, it's more than just a head knowledge, it has to go into your heart. As we heard from the testimonies today, we need to hear these things. This is, first of all, an invitation to everyone. Yes, 
It is a all equal opportunity saviour. It's for everyone. The issue is Jesus knows you. He knows you by name. He knows where you live. He knows everything about you. He knows who your friends are. He knows what you're contemplating. He knows why you came here today. He knows everything about you. And he was willing in, in, in all the picture of your life to say to you today, if you will believe, you're getting everything. Everything. But how do you accept God's invitation? Well, Romans 3 verse 22 says this. God says he will accept and acquit us, declare us not guilty if we trust Jesus Christ to take away our sins. We have got to trust him. I remember many moons ago hearing an illustration of a, 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 a circus artist. And um, uh, he, was, he was unbelievable at the things that, that he could do. But one of the things that he was really known for, a guy called Charles <coughs> Blodwin, and he, was, he lived in 1860, and he could walk across a tightrope, he could walk across it blindfold, he could walk across it backward, he could do handstands, he danced on it, and one time he did one across the Niagara Falls, a steel wire across the Niagara Falls, and, uh, and he went across one, one way, blindfolded, walking backwards, and then he came back ne next way with a wheelbarrow full of bricks. And so I want you to imagine this wheelbarrow full of bricks, and he's coming all the way across to the, the other end of Niagara Falls, and he says to the people watching, there's a big crowd watching, and he says to them, do you believe that I could put somebody in this wheelbarrow and transport them to the other side? And they all went, yeah, you can do it. He says, okay, I need a volunteer. <laughs> the problem was is no one would volunteer. That's the difference between believe and trust. That's the difference between head and heart. That's where you've got to get on the back. That's where you've got to get in the barrow. You've got to get in the barrow of God's, of God's call for your life. Yes, you've got to say yes to Jesus and follow him. Will you do that today? Because if you will, the, 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 the result is eternal life. The result is power to live for today. The result is forgiveness for sins from the past. The result is, is that you can have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control all in your life. Who would like that? Who wants to be fruity? Because that's what God does. He puts some fruit, the fruit of this Holy Spirit into our lives. I pray today that you will choose Jesus. If you want to choose Jesus today, then there's, there's some cards right in front of you on the, on the seat. It says connect card. There's a chance on the back. You can just put in there my next step. You could just put, I choose Jesus. I want that invite today. I want to say yes to Jesus because I want all that he has in store for me. It's a new life, a new family. God is all in store for you, what he wants and what he has for you. That's the most important thing. Is Christ in your life? And if he is, where is he in your life? Today is the day of decision for you and me. Thanks for listening today. If this message spoke to you and you would like prayer, or perhaps this is your first time listening, then we'd love to connect with you at 
thedestinychurch.co.uk forward slash connect. You're welcome to join us every Sunday in person or online at 11am.